the California Connection. It is here Wednesday, November 15th, and it is time to talk about AEW Dynamite, the uh, go-home show into full gear. Of course, with AEW being the flagship show, I count this one as the go-home show, even though we have Collision coming up on Friday. But man, here we are. Reg, what's up? I am doing well today, Denise. It's your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster. Excited to be here. Pretty action-packed show tonight, Denise. We got a lot to talk about. Um, AEW, Tony Khan, everybody's been uh, making a lot of news this week. Not only was Dynamite packed, but just the news in general was pretty packed. So, yeah, I'm excited about all of it. We're going to be out in L.A. Well, you're always out in L.A. Full gear this Saturday. So there's a lot going on, Denise. Okay, so before we get into everything, just a heads up to everybody, I made this announcement on one of a previous show, but just a heads up that on Sunday, Reg and I, the California Connection, we're actually going to be doing a live show in person together, and that's going to be happening on Sunday at noon, and we're going to be recapping full gear, so I cannot wait. It's going to be the first time that you and I do a show together in person, so I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, pretty excited, Denise, when you were like, how long are you going to be in Alambia? This time you're like, yeah, we should do a live show. I'm like, yeah, we definitely should do a live show. Hopefully we have a lot to talk about with this live show. So I'm excited. The California Connection live and in the building together is just like a winning combination. We live. Yes, seriously. So you had mentioned just a second ago that this was this dynamite gave us a lot to talk about, but there was news even before dynamite went on the air. So I want to start there because I think that's what's every it's what's on everybody's mind is who was Tony Khan talking about when he sent out a tweet that a new AEW signing will be revealed at full gear. In fact, Tony Khan has hyped up that AEW has, quote, agreed to terms with one of the world's best wrestlers. And he didn't reveal the identity, of course, but they're going to be signing their contract at AEW full gear. So, Reg... Don't what ask is- me, Denise. Please. <laughs> it's coming, Reg. The words are coming. What was your reaction to that? And do you have any predictions or who are some of the names you've been seeing buzzing? Um. Yeah, you know, anytime Tony Khan puts out tweets like this, Denise, we're all talking. He puts sauce on it every time, as he should. He's a promoter. He should, should be like, this is a big signing. This is a big person. Um. I think the most... The most that I've seen today was shout out to Mercedes Monet, who I would, you know, probably would want it to be my number one reason is, uh, you know, Mercedes is super hot right now before she got injured. Like she was on her way up. So, like, I think this would be a pretty big deal if it is her. There's a lot of other names that I've heard mentioned, but that's probably the one that, that, that I've heard the most prominence of. And I'm like, yo, that's who I want it to be. I think. What other names are you hearing on social media? Bill Goldberg. <laughs> You're not in, Denise. Okay, look. Now, I'm going to start things off right now with Hollywood Heel Salcedo, all right? Every year at the end of the year, Sean and I, we do a video where we choose six crazy predictions that we think is going to happen at the end of the, at, at the next year, right? So end of 22, we did one for 2023. We're going to do one later this year for 2024. And so my prediction for 2023 was that we would be seeing Goldberg 
in AEW. And I predicted that last e- the end of last year when we made this video. Very close, Denise. So <laughs> I know that if it was to be Goldberg, I know that everybody, like there would be flames everywhere because people would be like, what the hell's going on? There'd be people that would like it, of course, and people that wouldn't. I only care for it if it were to be Goldberg because I just want to brag. That's all I want. I'm sorry. I'm a heel today. That's all I want to do is brag. You just want to take a victory lap, Denise. You don't care about the love of the game. You're like, no, I need to get my little prediction list over. Denise, who do you think? What are your predictions? What do you think this is? How did you feel when you saw that tweet? Were you like, were their expectations set? Because you know, Tony X, Tony Khan likes to set them high. Were they set high for you? Well, at least we didn't get an announcement about an announcement that an announcement is coming, whatever, right? At least that didn't happen. So all the people that are always coming after Tony for all of the announcements, this time he flat out said, this is what right you at. should expect at full gear, which I thought was smart because he, heading into full gear, what do you want to do? You want to sell pay-per-views, right? right? That's what you want to do. And I don't- tickets. Exactly. I don't know if this is enough to for people to be like, okay, well, I wasn't going to watch the pay-per-view all of a sudden I am now. But who knows? You never know people's reasonings for why they want to tune into a show. But the second that I saw Tony Khan's tweet, my brain didn't go to my mind didn't go to Goldberg. My prediction instantly was Mercedes Monet. Mm -hmm. And the only reason that I expected it to be Mercedes Monet was because I feel like at this point, it's practically feels like she is going to AEW. If she's not coming now, she'll come later at some point because of everything that happened at All In. I mean, I was there at All In. I saw Mercedes on the freaking screen. I was sitting in that press conference when her name was mentioned like 50,000 times. And I'm thinking, bro, is Mercedes about to walk out right now? Because you guys be dropping her name a whole lot, man. Her ears must be ringing. So. And 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 didn't right. So that's what I was thinking. I was thinking Mercedes Monet. But then let me let me tell you this, okay? Because I'm an overanalyze. That's analyzer. That's what I do. I overanalyze everything. And I started thinking, Reg, Mercedes Monet might be too easy of a prediction. The, my thing with the Denise, uh, with the tweet. What, what's the wording that he used? He said the most amazing what it, what's the word that do you still have it pulled let up me there? let me bring up the tony khan tweet let, i'm yeah, gonna read that tweet pretty verbatim. important part of it is like there was like, something in there that he said about the most respected thing right. oh by the way kota ibushi is all elite oh is that um, official yeah from tony khan actually oh, uh he awesome. just had the golden star um won the street fight tonight on AEW and TBS, and now it's a fish show. Kota Ibushi is all elite. Well, I found that out by accident while I was looking awesome. for the original <laughs> tweet. I went on Tony's profile, and that's the thing that I saw. Somebody right. in the chat would have told us about it, for sure. It probably is right now in the chat. All right, so mm. let me pull up this tweet. Where, where the hell did it go? Hold on a second. I got it in here somewhere. All right, here we go. This is from Tony Khan. This is what he said. AEW has agreed to terms with one of the world's best wrestlers, a pro who is known and respected by virtually every AEW fan. They'll come to LA to sign their contract this Saturday at the pay-per-view. So I would say the key words there to me is best wrestler, a pro who is known, and the biggest one is respected Respected. by virtually every AEW fan. What does that mean? I don't know what that that could mean a multitude of things, Denise. That's probably the most important part of the of the tweet for me is respected by all the fans, because that could mean a a legend. You know what I mean? That could be like, I don't know. I don't want to throw out any names because it'll just be too wild. But like 
we respect the legends, kind of the people that we think deserve recognition, maybe that didn't get it before. But then it could also just mean like some great wrestler who like every, like who's undeniable, who's like an undeniable great wrestler that's a free agent. Huh, somebody mentioned Mustafa Ali. Oh, Ali. I didn't even Ooh. think about Ali until uh, AU over here brought up Mustafa Ali. I didn't even think about him, to be honest. I know everybody out here, by the way, the other name that a lot of people have been throwing out is Will Ospreay. That's the name that a lot of people have also have also been mentioning. And he has a that, contract with New Japan, though, don't he? Right. I don't know exactly when that is up, by the way, but I don't I don't know if it's up before then or if it's up, I think, next year or something like that. So I think that mm -hmm. might be like the only thing that is making me not say Will Ospreay. Mm -hmm. Same here. That's why I was right. like, I think he has a contract. I don't even know if he's in the in the runnings for this. Mustafa Ali, I didn't think about at all, but that one would be really cool for me. I think I do you think like that type of wrestler would elicit a good response from the crowd that's Ali? Kind of like how can i how can i phrase this right yes and no remember when christian came into aw okay yep i have a feeling the reaction would for ali would kind of be a mix similar to when christian came into aw that makes sense kind of like uh we like this but it's not like what we were expecting but in the end it's gonna really pay off Right. So also, guys, I'm yeah, I'm not expecting Will Ospreay right now. Uh, everybody is pointing out that, yeah, it is until 24 when he's I've up, been so. seeing Dolph Ziggler, too, Denise, which is like, oh. With Dolph Ziggler, I like Dolph Ziggler. I have nothing but respect for Dolph Ziggler. But I don't know if my react. Well, here's the thing. It's not like Tony Khan said, you guys are going to have the greatest reaction ever. That's I would true. be like, oh, you know what? Cool. It's Dobbs Ziggler. But would I be sitting here he going, is respected. yeah, you know, that's <laughs> not going to happen. I'll be like, oh, nice. You know what? Good job. It's Dobbs Ziggler. Hell yeah. Nice little round of applause. <laughs> that would be my reaction. Going, yeah. I don't know yeah. why that's so funny. If it's Goldberg, if it's Goldberg, <laughs> look for me in the crowd, Reg. If all of a sudden we hear Goldberg's theme song, I'm just going to go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you want this chaos so bad. Denise. I'm going to have my, I'm going to have my little predictions uh, clip ready to go, man. I'm going to download that thing on my phone. And if it's Goldberg, I'm going to be freaking ready. Right it's going to be the same. first thing I tweet. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. I'm with you. There's a, in the chat, you guys are bringing up a lot of interesting things. Ronda Rousey, that could also be, uh, that would be a big, I respect it though. I, <laughs> here's the thing about Ronda. You have to respect Rhonda because regardless, right, exactly. Yeah. Because regardless of everything that she's accomplished in the mixed martial arts world, and she's truly made a name for herself. She, she's a star. She's a star. Definitely. Now, things did not necessarily work well towards the end of her period of time in WWE. It, 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 was, it was not the greatest, right? Right. However... I would be excited to see Rhonda in AEW only because I would love to see what that would look like. <laughs> I would too. And I think put in a certain position, it could really work out. But the crowd, the, the perception on Rhonda Rousey isn't the greatest. I'm just saying no. that. But I think you made a great point, Denise. You didn't say that. He said that, like, we're all going to cheer and be, think it's the greatest thing ever. We could respect this person and be like, all right. Exactly. There's more names being thrown out. There's Mickey James being thrown out. Um, let's see. We got we got a 
big random pool of names. Uh, I wouldn't count Ric Flair because Ric Flair's already been gifted already to Sting. Yeah. He's been gifted. The man has been gifted to Sting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and let me see if there's anybody else that we haven't named. There's a couple of people mentioned. Here's one. I know this one will get you really excited, Reg. Tyrus. Oh, come on, you guys. Why are y'all being sick like this, man? That's so imagine Denise. He's like, all right, and our new signing that y'all respect, Tyrus. What would be your reaction, Reg? Just for shits and giggles. Shut down my Twitter because I don't want to hear it from nobody. I already know what my reaction would be. Boo! That's it. That would be my reaction. I've, I love to boo whenever I'm at shows, but I don't ever get to boo that often anymore. No, In pro Denise, wrestling, we can't boo anymore. People get mad. In this situation, that doesn't deserve a response like that. That deserves silence. Oh, you're right. You're right. Not even heat. No heat. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Just dead silence. That's worse mm-hmm. than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're That's, right on ew. that. Y'all are nasty. <laughs> All right, we got we've got some uh, good stuff coming in. Let's roll up these uh, super chats that we're getting. So here we go. This one is we got so many different uh, predictions here, but here we go. This one is from Chris, who says, "Don't think it can be anyone that was cut recently because the ninth days." I don't uh, know true. how many days it's been at this point. Me neither. That's also a thing, but I think it, Dolph Ziggler might fall under that category of ninety days. It hasn't been ninety days. Now D says, Denise and Reg, it's going to be Shockmaster. <laughs> that would be pretty good. We'd like that. I respect him. <laughs> now D, thank you so much for the super chat. We got one here from Chris that says, could be Rhonda. And we got we got a couple of people mentioning that it was going to be Rhonda as well. Amir F says, honestly, from the wording of his tweet, I could actually see it being Shibata. And from the previous scrums, he talked about wanting to make a commitment if Tony wanted. Huh. That's actually a really good shout out right there that I didn't think of. I think it's because our our brains automatically go to people that I guess would be super newsworthy, right? Right. Or like new in a sense. Not because like Shibata yes. kind of already works there. You know what I mean? It wouldn't be that big of a surprise. Yes, exactly. So thank you so much to Amir F for sending this in. We have Alexander Fitzgerald who says, I think Mercedes will be at full gear. Her appearance at All In and a couple weeks ago, she was on that podcast hinting at full gear, unless it's right back. <laughs> Tony Khan wants some good graces, Denise. I think he's going to try. I don't know also because he could, it could actually potentially be Goldberg and there's a good chunk of the crowd that's not going to like it. All right. What would you prefer? You have to make a choice. Death is not an option. Ryback or Goldberg? <sighs> Come on, Reg. It's not that hard. Is it? it it's not that hard. Because I would if prefer you pick, it to be Goldberg over no, Ryback. No, this is the issue, though. If you pick Goldberg, they're going to put him in there with the top stars because he's Goldberg. If you pick Ryback, you could just bury him somewhere. So I would pick Ryback because you could just bury him somewhere in the depths. You'd be like, oh, yeah, Ryback workers. If Goldberg works here, they're going to be like, put him against MJF. Put him against Kenny Omega. Like, you're going to see him and like, uh, uh uh-uh. Oh, man. So you're actually going with Ryback being the better option. (laughs) (laughs) Why'd you do this to me, Denise? I didn't want this. (laughs) You know, fun fact, Ryback blocked me on Twitter, but then he recently unblocked me. Trying to get an interview. We're like, no, bro. I better unblock her so I could get down on (gasps) Denise's uh, YouTube channel. Nah, nasty. And he keeps saying, "Sign me, Tony Khan, for what, dude? Like, 
what is he really tweeting that stuff out because i don't go awesome. on his twitter account yeah, i only like, recently found out i was unblocked it feels like once a week he's like i'd be a great addition and we're like for what dude like <laughs> that's embarrassing right like let's say you want to be hired somewhere at least just cover it up just a tad bit don't be out there being like oh <laughs> it's like sending your again, <laughs> it's like sending your crush constant selfies of yourself right. you know yeah. they either want you or they don't leave your boyfriend you could have this and you're like dude leave me alone stop doing that. oh my god all right we got steven marchuli who says if it's not mercedes it's boy who cried wolf um i don't think so i no. think this could not be mercedes and it still work out you oh yeah so? for sure for sure right. yeah because well i mean it depends right if it's not mercedes and it's somebody else that's still cool great there's going to be a reaction if it's not mercedes and it's someone that's kind of disappointing then okay. maybe there'll be yeah. like some sort of negative reaction that makes sense yeah they have to like deliver if it's not that like if it's not mercedes it's got to be somebody big because people are going to be like it should have been mercedes if it's not that I get it. Crazy one and one says, Denise, if it's Goldberg, you will hear from me. How about <laughs> this, guys? If it's Goldberg, I will take the heat for it. Y'all can come yell at me on he my Twitter it. account. I will, I will be the one. I will take the heat. <laughs> it's a sick thing to take the heat for, Denise, for Goldberg. You know what? I'll even start trolling people. I'll post my little clip, and then I'll post my little picture with Goldberg. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to be a big heel uh, just for fun, but whatever. Uh, all right, man, we got so much to get into. Let's let's get to the rest of it. We got so many other super chats about this. Oh, man, this is wild. All right, so here we go. This is from Rafael Garcia, who says, who cares about this special signing? TK booked two women's matches on a pay-per-view. I know that's a low bar, but when it's already in hell. <laughs> no, I mean, points are made. <laughs> that's true. That's true, man. We got to take our wins where we can get them, right? Exactly, exactly. Rafael Garcia, thank you so much. This is from Chris Ludeck says, I'm going to full gear with a friend. He doesn't watch AEW. So what are some key details to give him about the Hangman Swerve feud? You know what, Chris? Let me come back to your super chat in just a second, okay? Yeah. Delayed Grat says, my money is on Mercedes Monet, but it could be Ronda Rousey since she was recently wrestling with Marina Shafir in the Indies. Yeah, I was surprised yep. to see Ronda take up those indie dates. Yeah, I think the match is actually happening tomorrow. So if you're in LA, Wrestling Revolver is putting on a show with a lot of AEW wrestlers and a lot of independent wrestlers, a lot of impact wrestlers. So yeah, check that out. This is also, I mean, kind of plays into that, Denise. She lives in LA. She's going to be at that show. AEW wrestlers are on the same card. Oh, man. You're kind of making a little bit of sense here, Reg. Yeah, could be. Interesting. All righty. All righty. Okay. Let's don't like it. <laughs> no, nah, because I've already, I already liked my idea. I already booked, I already booked my whole, my whole Twitter feed for Goldberg. So it's Goldberg or bust. I got you. Yeah. It's Goldberg or bust. I'm not going to have material if it's Rhonda. What am I going to post? <laughs> oh, Hey, it's Rhonda. Rhonda's here. There's no material. Denise wants it for the bits, which I respect. No, straight up. If it's for the bits, I'm all in. All righty. And here's the thing. So that was that was really the big thing that came off like before AEW. However, on Collision, we found out that there is going to be a Continental Classic. I already spoke about that on my Collision post show. But Reg, I did want to get your thoughts uh, for the people to know what your thoughts were on the Continental Classic, as well as the news that Brian Danielson's about to be pretty much wrapping up. Uh, when I heard the announcements of the Continental Classic and I saw that Brian Danielson was going to be in, in it, Immediately, I was all in just because I know the most interesting thing about it for me, Denise, is who's going to be in it. Just because the full roster of wrestlers 
there's <laughs> I'm thinking about backstage drama and people who don't want to lose. Like there's going to be people who have to lose in this. There's going to be so much that goes into this. And I hope it doesn't get affected by this. But yeah, just kind of the class of 12 wrestlers. Knowing Brian Danielson's in it and he's soon going to be over, it's like all these matches are going to bang. All his matches already bang, so I'm super excited about that. He's going to be at Wrestle Kingdom against Okada, and all everything leading up to that is going to be fire. Like I said previously, he gets hurt after all of his matches. It seems really bad, so, like, I'm ready for him to wrap it up. Like, uh, he's very high on my list of all time, so, like, you did it, brother. Uh, but this is a good way to go out. So Mike T90K says, everyone respects Shane McMahon. That was also one of my predictions for your Shane McMahon in AEW. Why, Denise? Because I'm crazy. What would be worse, Shane McMahon or Goldberg in AEW for you, Reg? Death is not an option. Does Shane McMahon punch people when he gets there? Are punches involved? Yes. Uh, Shane McMahon. I'm still picking Shane McMahon because, again, they're not going to put him against their top stars. Like, it's not going to be Shane McMahon and Kenny Omega ever, but Goldberg will be in there with Kenny Omega. You don't know that. Shane McMahon could have a street fight with Kenny Omega. You know, Shane McMahon's crazy. He's willing to do some crazy things. You know what? How about this? How about this? You know what? I want to get the people's reaction for this. I want to get the chat's reaction on this one. Envision it. Close your eyes, Reg. Close your eyes. Okay. Shane McMahon versus Darby Allen. What? <laughs> Wait, I think we're picking a fire here, Denise. Hold it on a minute. Suck, does it doesn't suck, does it? I mean, he's a grandpa now. We saw, look, no, okay, no, scratch that. Because last time we saw Shane McMahon, he tried to do a, a leapfrog and end up breakdancing in the ring to his demise we don't need to see that with darby allen denise we'll see somebody hurt get her really bad so off of this no no shame mcmahon we got a super chat here from alexander fitzgerald who says it's david arquette he's well respected i like david arquette he's a nice guy uh, yeah no he's really cool but he shouldn't be this person no definitely not i love how we're just throwing out these crazy ass names at this point this is the point of speculation at which we've got into we're just throwing out crazy names mike t90k says shay mcmahon minus his kid who doesn't watch that AEW garbage oh that's true he did do that interview declan mcmahon would be a great addition to the AEW roster and what a way to stick it to wwe right denise like we got your grandson over here tearing it up i make him champion immediately um freaking declan versus hook <laughs> right look at that that's a, a million dollar match they kind of look alike and all this stuff like look look money all right i'm just out here making dream matches for everybody clearly they're all, right. all gross too denise don't forget look we need to get into something that i'm very excited to talk about and i'm just gonna say it this is the best book storyline heading into aw full gear and that my friends is hangman adam page and swerve strickland we oh, need yeah. to talk about the fire that this uh promo this this promo was but also this entire feud so today on the show they were promoted to have a face-off and basically they cannot lay their hands on each other or that's it they're done right that's n- that clearly wasn't gonna happen these guys have too much vengeance that they want to impose on the other person for that to happen but what we got here was a super heated promo where hangman adam page 
freaking delivered, man. Yeah. Delivered. He comes out there, and this promo is sponsored by Red Foreman of That 70s Show because he's <laughs> out here dropping dumbass every two seconds. Hangman tells um, Swerve Strickland, you are a grade A dumbass. You are dumber than when you today than when you can't even get it out. You're dumber today than you were two years ago when your dumbass got fired. We all know Ooh. that he got released from WWE. Man, what'd you think of this promo? This was, there were so many things I liked about it, Denise. Um, Hangman showed a lot of fire. I like that they added the stipulation before because in storyline, Hangman should just get in there and beat him up because he showed up in his house. But they're like, yo, you guys can't touch. You can't fight. You can't do this. So Hangman just comes in there. and It's like, okay, I'm going to just scorch this guy and get out of there. I liked how it was like quick and to the point. You know, sometimes we get like, like if this was an MJF segment, Denise, we'd still be listening to it right now. It could still be going on. It, it, even at whatever time it got, we'd still be going. This thing was straight to the point. Hangman got in there, tore Swerve all the way down. I Swerve, I liked it because Swerve doesn't need to say a lot after what he's done. Like he's already showed that I got zero love for you. Everything that I do is beef. I don't like you. I'm going to have your downfall, your family. Everybody's out of here. So it was Hangman's time to get his thing in. Hangman went all the way in and then attacking Nana because he couldn't attack Swerve. Really, 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 really good stuff. And I think Hangman is, I don't want to say underrated, but he's overlooked. And he could do everything that a top guy can do, and he can do it extremely well. This promo was like, oh, yeah, this guy's great. And he's coming for Prince Nana's weed, too. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot. Shout out to Hangman Page. I didn't know, bro. If that's what it's like, find me. I'm going to be in L.A. Full oh, I'm saying way too much. Like, let me <laughs> reel it back in. Sorry, sorry. Let's move do you remember forward, the last please. time weed came up on this podcast? Mm, remember what? I told you I was going to do research? Yeah, you remember you? that? Oh, I did mm -hmm. my research, by the way. Oh, wow. Yeah, I did. did I found out because, by the way, I don't smoke weed. I don't know anything no. about weed. So I'm mm -hmm. very, like, naive when it comes to this. But I did some research. I Because I wasn't really sure. Like, what did I say last time? I think I said, like, 20 bucks or something. So I, yeah, some, yeah. I said some ridiculous amount for, like, a shit ton of weed, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I learned that apparently, and correct me if I'm wrong, because this was a while back and I haven't exercised my weed knowledge that I learned, but... <laughs> I heard that it is apparently called a dime, which is like a little baggie. And that's where the weed goes in. And that apparently costs like a lot of money. Am I doing the right research? When did you look up the 90s dictionary? Did you listen to Dr. Dre's The Chronic for research? Like, who, nobody says a dime sack no more. Oh, you can't go into a dispensary and be like, let me get a dime. They're going to be like, dude, what are you talking about? How much weed do you want? Did so he slip into a Dr. Dre's The Chronic? No, you weren't lied to. You just like, the pay did you like look at a book, like an encyclopedia? No, Because you didn't asked. look like, who did you ask? I don't want to say, but I asked. <laughs> okay, so clearly I need to ask around into a different no, group. I mean, it sounds like who you asked might have it on them talking like that. Like, who is that? Oh my gosh, I cannot reveal this information. <laughs> You're asking me here to snitch, Is there Reg. somebody that I know? I don't know. <laughs> okay, so what you're telling me, though, is that the information I've gotten is incorrect. No, 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 no. It's just a little outdated. Okay, outdated, but still correct, though. But the amount of, like, a small size, I would actually have to pay, like, $100 or so, like, a little bit more. No. 
Okay, you know what? I'm going to redo the research. <laughs> I'm going to have to redo the research. Well, I don't know where you're getting your stuff from, but they're robbing you if you walk out with a small size for $100. <laughs> All right. I need to go find out what's going on. Like Let's when they say a dime, they meant like $10. Let me get a dime sack. Here's $10. Not like $100. <laughs> How did we get here? You're never going to buy weed. I don't even know why you're doing research. You don't know that. You don't know that. Denise. Just for the research purpose of it all. Denise. I'll research and gift it. Oh, okay. All right. I'll yeah, it. That'd be nice. You know what? You know what? I will research and gift. How about that? Just so I can go out there and say, I bought weed. Might not be for me, it? but I will gift. Oh, hells no. Why not? No, 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 no. I'm clean. I'm clean. I'm clean all the way. No, no, no. Good for you, Denise. Don't <laughs> do that. Say no to drugs. Anybody out there, let me get a little lesson for you. Drugs are bad. Weed is a gateway drug. It's a big lie. It's not a gateway drug. I don't want to do anything else but weed. Let's move forward, Denise. This is all incriminating evidence. All right. Let's get to some of these super chats because we got a lot of people that want to talk about uh, Hangman Page and Swerve Strickland. <laughs> what, Reg? Somebody said you about to get some mint. I'm like, yeah, they're going to see Denise coming. She's trying to buy a send $100 for a nug. I have no idea what those words mean, but okay. <laughs> I'm just going to go in and be like, yes, can I have a nug or a mint? <laughs> Sheldon Jackson sends in a super chat saying, man, it's great to see WWE Tough Enough alum Eric Watts, the Stone Cold season in 2011 on TV, even though he took a buckshot lariat from Hangman Page after one of Hangman's best promos ever. Dude, I didn't even realize that was Eric Watts. Oh, Big Watts. Yeah, he was one yeah. of the security guards in one of the segments. Yeah, shout out to Watts. He deserves a shot. I don't know why he hasn't gotten a shot anywhere. He's a freaking cool dude, too, by the way. Very he nice is. guy. Mm -hmm. So a uh, shout out to him. Thank you so much to Sheldon for bringing that up here today. I appreciate that. And <laughs> let's get some more in here. We got one from Robert Arsenal who says, I'm stealing the weed that Hangman steals from Nana. Mm -hmm. Give me some of that, Hangman. Seriously. All right, and... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to pull up all of the, the ones that are about this. So give me just a second here. And all right, we got, I'm just going to get through the Super Chat. See what but yeah, are we going to do a, 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 um, a prediction? Like who you got for this, Denise? Oh, what's, what's I'm up? saving my predictions, Reg. Doing predictions okay. tomorrow. So I'm saving okay. my predictions. But if you want to give me predictions, you're more than welcome to. Mag Magnum Wade sends in a Super Chat saying, Paul White taking the most insane bump of his career. Please be the last. Pissed off Hangman is my favorite. Hangman and a pretty good promo from MJF. I don't, yeah, I don't know why Big Show tried to die on this show, but he did. Dude, when Hobbs lifted him up, by the way, that freaking street fight, I had no hopes for it. Like, I was just like, ah, it's going to be a throwaway, generic-ass mm -hmm. street fight. It ended up being, like, one of my favorite things on the actual show. Like, we got all of these crazy moments, but my favorite part, though, Reg, my favorite freaking part was when Kota Ibushi got on the bicycle and he's got this pipe and I'm thinking, oh, this guy's just about to like, bam, 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 right? No, he gave like the softest little <laughs> pipe hit. To, I forgot who it was that he hit, but it was just like the little, little boink. Mm -hmm. What the hell? It was very silly, but he did make it up because after he boinked two or three people, Brian Cage clotheslined them and almost killed them, dropping room right on top of his head. I'm like, only Kota Ibushi can turn what looked silly into something immediately disgusting. Yeah, but that was freaking great, though. Uh, freaking Brian Cage putting Kenny Omega through the table, like, out of nowhere. Dude got some freaking height on that. Yo, did you see it look like the metal leg hit Kenny Omega? Like, they slammed, and it looked like it slammed into Kenny Omega's head because when they were 
afterwards, like Kenny was like holding his head. It looked very dangerous, but that spot was just crazy as hell. Yeah, that was freaking nuts. I really did enjoy this match, though. Uh, what'd you think of the street fight? There was some, a lot of, lot of it I liked, a lot of it that I thought was needed. And I see what you guys are doing here. That tombstone off the apron through the sign and the stair and the chairs was like, this is dangerous, Denise. Like, I think, like, I like wrestling and everything, but you guys be careful out there. That was crazy as hell. And yeah, the big homie body slamming um, Big Show or Paul White off of that thing onto that car was like crazy, but they call me got beat up after that. Most of it was him getting beat up. So, you know, I'm not going to, well, you know how I feel about things. I think for the most part, though, seeing Kenny Omega and Kota Bushi together, seeing the big homie interact with those guys was great. Um, seeing Takeshita and Kenny Omega and Kota interact together. There's a lot of those moments that I liked, but mm, Jericho was there. Oh, man, I had the greatest time with this. I didn't want it to end. I forgot we had an MJF segment planned for afterwards. And I was thinking, oh, sweet. We got like 10 more minutes with this match. But then I forgot that they had planned that for the end of the show. And so I was actually a little disappointed when this ended because what they did here was basically a bunch of random stuff. I mean, you had freaking Takeshita jumping off of like a soda machine onto <laughs> Chris Jericho who had a fire extinguisher. They brought out a freaking pellet. And my favorite part of this during commentary was Taz explaining what a pellet it is used for taz is so good at commentary all the time and the way that he adds his analysts is just amazing big show chokeslam kyle fletcher off of the the ramp onto the table like there's a lot that went on here denise when they do these kind of matches do you think it being like an advertisement takes away from it because anytime they do like a texas chainsaw massacre blah 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 it always seems kind of silly did this seem kind of silly at points you know what? I liked it, even if it was yeah. a little silly. It wasn't the same silly that the Texas Chainsaw no. Texas Chainsaw Massacre was. Mm -hmm. I, I was like one of the few people that liked that. Everybody hated it, yeah, like absolutely did. hated it. And I don't blame them. It was what it was, right? It wasn't for everybody. <laughs> Apparently it was for me, but I'm into that stuff. If it's not right. like, if I can find some sort of entertainment from it, even a little hee-hee, a little ha-ha, then I'll enjoy it. Yes, it was a good match. A little hee hee, a little ha ha. <laughs> How about that? Uh, the promo um before the match with uh, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and Chris Jericho, where uh the Young Bucks were like, "This isn't about you, Kenny. Like, this is about Jericho. Like, what does that mean?" Well, it tells me that. Look. The Young Bucks are going to be a fun topic for today because we yeah. also got to see the Young Bucks in action here today. And what was actually a freaking phenomenal match against Mander and Penta, which was literally what we expected. And I'm so glad that they delivered on this match. But in this match, I think it's safe to say that the Young Bucks, their heels, they yeah. got themselves booed mm -hmm. in California. In their hometown in Ontario. Oh my God, like they cheated. We saw freaking Nick get Commander right in the nuts. That was freaking brutal. But I will say this though, the timing and the execution of that was phenomenal. Right? Crisp and clean, like boop. Yeah, like right on it. Like he just, like he, he knew exactly where to land. But yeah, that's a great point to bring up, Denise. We were kind of coming into this. The Young Bucks were teasing kind of being heels and them going against their own friend, Kenny Omega. is just a heel move in general. But tonight it was like, for them to get their hometown crowd in L.A. and Ontario to turn on them, 
they knew it's a great tactic to use, right? You lose, use two luchadors. You know, us Californians, we love our luchadors. And like Penta and Commander are high up there for us. So if you do something bad to them, you're out of there. So it was really a perfect way to do it, I think. But here's the thing, though. They should be upset at Kenny Omega because this whole thing started because Kenny Omega befriended Chris Jericho. So that line didn't necessarily make too much sense. Yeah, because it is kind of all Chris Jericho's like Kenny Omega is kind of being wrong because he's like, no, you guys. But it's like, no, Chris Jericho did this, dude. We don't forget. Yeah. All right. We got some super chats. This one is from MVF, Most Valuable Flip Fighter. Good to see you on here, MVF. He says, Denise, good to be here on a Wednesday. Love the women's match tonight. Can see anyone winning the three-way. Been a great story and very refreshing. Who wins? So for the women's match, mm-hmm. we were... So we saw Sky Blue and Red Velvet go up ahead against each other. And here's the thing about this match is that it kind of started off in a way where I didn't feel the crowd was too invested in it, but they got the crowd interested in this match. So you know what? Congratulations, because the crowd did end up kind of getting invested into this. I thought Red Velvet looked really good. I thought Sky Blue looked good. And now she's being added to this match with Chris Scatlander and Julia Hart. I don't know, man. What'd you think of this? I thought this match was awesome. Red Velvet in her return. I think this is her third match on TV. All of her matches have been great or really good, but they progressively got him better. And this one was like, and people were excited because it wasn't on the death slot that the women's match is usually on. Got him in early in the show. Yeah, the crowds, Denise, we're going to have to have a talk about California crowds. I don't know if to this if the, Are we lame? Time. Are we good? Are we lame? I don't know. I think we might be, Denise. I don't a little know. lame? Every time they come over here after the show, people are like, that crowd sucked. And I'm like, don't say that about us. We don't. But then I'm like, maybe we do. What's up with us, Denise? We suck. I guess so. Seriously. Everybody keeps telling us. You know, I hate to say this, all right? Because I love California more than anything in this world. But I have sat. I have sat. What was it? The last time that Dynamite was. What show was I at? Was it Dynamite the last time in L.A.? Whatever, yeah. whatever last show I was at at the Kia Forum for AEW, I was sitting there going, you know what? I've been in better crowds. Yeah, we kind of yeah. suck a little bit. We mm-hmm. only react when like real big things happen. But if something's not that great, if it's just mid, Don't you'll care. see it in our faces. <laughs> you know what it is? We're bougie. That's what it is. I and didn't if it's not great, it. we're not going to react. I didn't want to say it, Denise, but that's exactly what it is. We're so spoiled. We've seen so much. It's all the time, constant, constant, constant. So anytime we really react to something, it has to be something crazy. And it's gotten to a bougie point. And it's not just California, because remember when we were in Vegas for Double or Nothing? That was the worst crowd the same ever. thing, same Not thing. worse than Vegas. Vegas was the worst. But you know what, though? I don't necessarily blame Vegas for that one. I actually blame the card for that one. You think so? Yeah, because there were some points where I was going, damn, this is not great. And the crowd wasn't (laughs) helping. That wasn't helping. But when it was good stuff, like the four-way that we saw, remember the four-way with MJF, Sammy, and all those Jungle Boy and all those guys? And then the actual stadium, uh, was it the Anarchy in the Arena or Stadium Stampede, whatever? Anarchy in the Arena, yeah. Right. Those two things got, oh, and even Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett managed to get the crowd alive. There was three things that really worked on that show and the crowd actually reacted to. But everything else, Las Vegas was completely dead. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and people are saying that Vegas is full of California friends. Like, I mean, yeah, I guess that's a point, too. Yeah, it's just us crossing over there, too. So I was like, maybe it's the West Coast, but no, because, like, the Seattle crowd's hot. The Portland crowds are hot, like, in certain regions. But California, we're spoiled. We're just so Here's what it is. I figured it out. I figured out the problem. We sit our asses in traffic to get to somewhere <laughs> for at least an hour. And we're just there sitting down in traffic. Everybody's pissing us off on the street. We get Bingo. there and we're like expecting the rock. If the rock doesn't come out, I'm not going to react because you know what? I'm pissed off that I just sat in traffic for the longest time, then spent 30 minutes and paid like 50 bucks for concessions and then another 50 bucks for parking. So yeah, we're stressed out over here, everybody. <laughs> Bing, 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 ding, 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 bingo. As a Californian, Denise, when there's a show at the Chase Center in San Francisco, I got to cross the bridge. I got to sit in traffic out there. There's nowhere to park that's less than like a, a very expensive thing. By the time I get to the show, I'm mad. Like, I don't care about this show. I'm like, of the crowd, of the people made me mad driving over here. I'm mad that I have to pay for parking. I, it's in Bay Area, so, like, my car window might be broken when I go back. Like, there's nothing good here. You better put on something hard for me to react. You're like, I risked my life coming my to this life. show. <laughs> you better show me something. And then... Oh man, that's great stuff. That's right, though, Denise. Good, good observation. It's true, though. We're just it more is. tired. Yeah. Infamous Raider Loco says, "Shout out to the Cali Connection. Can't wait for the pay per view." Uh, thank you so much, to Infamous Raider Loco. Alejandro Cordero says, "Last Saturday, I didn't watch Collision live because I was in Argentina with my wife and Taylor Swift in her Eras tour. My respect for all the Swifties. Wow. They are more passionate than many wrestling fans." Alejandro, I'm so jealous of you that then you got to experience that show. I'm so happy that you and your wife had a great time seriously and thank you so much for the super chat that sounds lit in argentina with your wife at the big tour Woo, you was living it up i know oh my gosh that sounds incredible and all right let me get to the rest of these super chats that we got here and this one's also from roland bird who's a dwo member who says hey denise hangman's promo was super epic yeah. chris Brings in Tony Storm to the conversation, saying that is Tony Storm the best female wrestler in AEW? Well, before we get to Tony Storm, do you think she's the best female wrestler in AEW right now with the current roster that they've had? Because you got Sheeta on there, uh, you have Jamie Hayter, even though she's uh, you know injured right now, but she's still very good regardless. You have Thunder Rosa, even though she's not technically active right now, she's still a great wrestler. What are we talking? If we're talking character, if we're talking as full. Maybe if we're talking bell talking to bell, bell to bell, yeah, Athena, Athena. There you go. All right. And then in terms of your, if you're asking about character, though, Tony Storm does have the character, best character right now in AEW 1, for the women. One thousand percent. But if we're talking, let's go ring the bell, it's Athena. That's yeah. what I put my money on. So let's talk about this because Tony Storm today <laughs> got to meet, or rather, how do I word this? Mariah May, her biggest fan, met Tony Storm. Mm -hmm. And Tony Storm, this was great because when Mariah May went, they would go from back and forth from color to black and white, color oh, yeah. to black and white. I love that. She walks in and Tony Storm is just laying there. She's got cucumbers in her eyes. She's being super dramatic. And Mariah May is fangirling, talking about how much she loves Tony Storm and all of this. And Tony's like, I didn't hear any of that, darling. And she says that to contact the head of the studio, Tony Khan, because she needs a tune-up match. What did you think of this? I thought it was very strong. Them going from black and white to color, black and white to color, dope, super dope. Luther in this role is like 
resurgence, having a new career. Tony Storm has been great. And the story that they're telling already, I think, is dope. Mariah May is going to be a big star. I think last week there was a lot of talk about if that was the right move, putting her in that backstage segment. But I think this right here, like, easily kind of confirmed it with whatever story they're going to tell. By the way, I did want to circle back to Chris Ludeck's question here that he had sent in about what key details to give him about the hangman swerve feud. First of all, I mean, the biggest detail I would say is this man broke into this other man's home and spoke to his child. I don't think like just say that and he'll understand. (laughs) Right. Yeah, that's a big key role in it. They've already had a match, a really banging match in Swerve's hometown. Swerve got the win. Swerve invaded his home. Swerve has talked pretty crazy. Swerve wants his spot. I think that's probably the biggest uh, the biggest key point of it is, like, he's doing all this because he thinks he should be in Hangman's position, and he thinks Hangman is squandering that. But Hangman is like, if you want it, come and take it. And I think uh, Swerve has went a little too far in that sense. Also want to say it on record that I think that Swerve is going to win this week, and everybody's counting Swerve out of this. There's this thing that happens now, Denise, where it's like a match gets announced, and people are thinking about the next match. They're thinking about all the stipulations as why something shouldn't happen. So coming into this match, people are like, well, uh, Swerve beat him first, so that must mean that Hangman's going to beat him. That doesn't mean that at all. Look at what I like to like the, the way that Hangman talked about Swerve today, and Swerve was very quiet about it. He has a plan here, and I don't think this is going to go like people think it's going to go. I think Swerve might be going to beat this guy up in his own match on Saturday. Yeah, I was going to say, keep in mind, it's a Texas death match, and Hangman hasn't lost a Texas death match, and he's beat some pretty decent opponents. But I would like it if it is Swerve Strickland on this one. I think it would be somewhat rather unexpected for sure. Right. Chris Ledeck says, what if it's two signings and he brings out both Goldberg and Ryback? <laughs> also, Denise, great Kurtwood Smith shout out. I love that 70s show. Oh, I love that show too, bad. Mm-hmm. I really love that show. But anyways, well, first of all, it's going to be one signing because the way that AEW, the way that Tony Khan worded the tweet, it's one signing. But hey, man, imagine we were to get Goldberg and Ryback. No, I don't want to imagine that, Denise. <laughs> Would you just get up and walk out? No. I wouldn't. <laughs> you would I wouldn't there. be that offended. I I know how the perception and people would be crazy, but I'd be like, damn, this is interesting. John Zeller asks, who will be MJF's partner against the gun? So let's oh, talk question. about MJF on the show because for there's a lot of stuff that gets tied into MJF when we talk about him in recent weeks because he's kind of got a lot going on. So Samoa Joe, the Samoa Joe portion of the MJF story is that he is still trying to befriend or Befriend is not the right word. He's mm-hmm. trying to offer up his friendship to MJF, but because he wants it to benefit him. All right. Yeah. That's what we're getting there. And Samojo has a quick squash match. Nothing much to add there. Wardlow has a very quick promo video where, again, the devil mask is shown. And then at the end of our show, we have MJF cutting a promo where he's talking about how he's actually upset that the acclaimed got hurt, that they got in the crossfires of his life and jay white comes out they go back and forth here and i don't know what you think about this when when we got to the end of the show i was like is this needed did we need this last little bit i think the story has been told like did that like we were like we need one more last little thing to kind of for i guess this isn't the go home show but it kind of felt like 
out of place because they've been telling this story. A lot of people kind of thought that they were going to reveal who the devil was tonight. I didn't think that was going to happen. I think they can maybe stretch it a little bit, maybe even even until Saturday or beyond. But I just kind of feel like let's get to it, honestly. I feel like we just consistently have too many MJF uh, segments and nothing against MJF, but it's just like too much. What I felt here is I do agree with you. This didn't feel like the closing angle. And that's what actually kind of bummed me out about this Mm -hmm. because this is most likely going to be our main event, right? MJF, JY, like that should be our main event. But shouldn't our main event feel hot at the very end if that's what's closing out the show? And it didn't feel that way. Instead, it felt like, oh, yeah, well, we got to make sure we got this in because, hey, this is going to be the main event of the show. Just like you said, Denise, it feels like Hangman and Swerve got the more heat coming out of the show. Yes. Coming off of this, like, I make sure I was running. I was looking at the whole card before I sent out this tweet saying that Swerve and Hangman page was the best feud. I was looking down at the card and I was like, you know what? Let me think about this before I actually put out a statement like that. Right. So I look at the card and I'm thinking, no. It is Swerve Hangman. That feud to me feels like really hot. And it bumps me out because I really was looking forward to, I am still looking forward to Jay White and MJF, but because I'm such a big fan of both of these guys and the specific Jay White, because he's newer to AEW, I really wanted this feud to be the, the thing that gets everybody talking about Jay White. Do you think we're talking more or less or about the same about Jay White? coming off of this feud we're mostly talking about the devil mask i think the issue it's like a gift and a curse denise because like i said i always wanted it to be that mjf is being chased by hella people they got war though we got uh jay white we got samoa joe like all these people but maybe that exact thing is why we're not so hot on the jay white because i'm like maybe i want samoa joe to win but why am i thinking about samoa joe when jay white has the match on Saturday. Why am I thinking about Wardlow when Jay White has the match on Saturday? Why am I thinking about Adam Cole and Roderick Strong when Jay White has the match on Saturday? There might just be too much surrounding it. And it's unfortunate because they have done a lot of good things and the match is going to, of course, deliver. And I think Jay White, I think at the core of it, Jay White has proven that he can be a top guy. So that works. But like just the end of it has been a little bit muddied, I think. Right. I I do agree with you on this statement because it's true. I'm not even thinking about Samoa Joe and Wardlow. I'm thinking about Adam Cole and all of this. Right. He's the one that I I really feel is the sizzling. He's the one sizzling the fajitas here, man. That's the story right there (laughs) when it comes to MJF. (laughs) So Denise, that's a t-shirt. He's the one sizzling the fajitas. You know why I said that? Because I've been going, I've been eating out a lot lately. And my husband always gets the fajitas and they always come out really hot and sizzling and the little smoke goes in my face. Can't believe your husband's the fajitas guy. He Every is. I'm the enchiladas girl. It's fajitas and enchiladas. Yeah, I yeah. never in my life had ordered uh, uh, fajitas at a restaurant, but it's every time it comes out, it's like, maybe I should get fajitas, but I never make that move, you know? Oh, it's amazing because they give you like so much to choose from. You get the fajitas, you get a side of tortillas, you get your salsa, you get your beans, you get your rice, and you're just yeah. there like doing the works, man. Oh, it's great mm-hmm. stuff. I never order it either, though. I'm an enchiladas person. Well, you when can I get share because it, it's your husband. It all works out for you in the end. You know, we don't really share food. No, what? he eats okay. his food. I eat my food. What? Yeah. That's a perk, Denise. There's perks to being and married and all this. And that's one of them. Like you get two meals essentially. But I know what I like though. So I order what I like. 
Like I ain't a salad girl. Like I ain't gonna go and order a salad when I know I want French fries. But it's supposed to be like you're in a relationship. I eat half of yours and you eat half of mine. We're in a relationship here. No, no, no. You want to know what a relationship is? I will say this. And this is where I knew this is how I knew I married the right person. One time I ordered chicken strips and one of my chicken strips, we both had chicken strips, but one of my chicken strips was so freaking ugly. I didn't want to eat it. I'm like, this is the ugliest chicken strip of my life. <laughs> so we swapped chicken strips and he gave me his prettiest chicken strip and I gave him my butt ugly chicken strip. That's what marriage is. That's marriage right there. You better tell that story when you guys renew your vows in a bunch of years. You're going to be like, one time we were at a show and my chicken strip was ugly and he switched me for his chicken strip. <laughs> okay, so chicken strips aside, who is MJF's <laughs> partner when teaming up against, the, uh, going up against the guns at Full Gear for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles? Mm, I have no idea, Denise. Samoa Joe is the story that they're care? telling. Do you care? Uh, I think that's the biggest thing is I don't care. Yeah, like, I can see it I'm, in your face. I'm like, get to the main event and the you know Ring of Honor. That's a whole nother story. I don't have time to get into it. But it's like, that also was part of the reason why the Jay White thing, because it's like, oh, they're doing this MJF beats everybody again in one night thing. And like, I have zero interest in that. I, I feel you. That's why I tossed this question to you because I kind of felt the same way. So, so who I, is it? Who's your prediction? I don't got one. <laughs> if it's not Samoa Joe, then who, then mm. why should I care? Shouldn't it be Samoa Joe so that the story could continue to move forward? It has to be Samoa Joe is what you're saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I see it. Sheldon Jackson says also shout out to the gates of agony for being booked for this year's new Japan world tag league. They won't win it, but congrats to them for being in it. Yep, super cool, especially because we always wanted to see, we always want to see crossover, even if it's like on a kind of smaller scale like this. It's just cool to see different promotions working together and seeing an AEW ROH based tag team out there is dope. Matt Logan says, Denise is all elite, and then you and Will will work together. No, but not is all you elite. on Saturday, Denise. You didn't tell me you better out. zone me in. <laughs> You know, what's funny. If I were to ever become like anything, right? Like join up on anything, mm -hmm. I would purposely not give that scoop to Sean Ross Sapp. Wow. Just to be petty. I would he not give that scoop. Offended SRS wherever you are out there. That's wrong right there. Who would you give it to? Dave Meltzer? Nobody. Nobody. Mm. I'd keep it to myself. <laughs> Metalhead for Life says, what's your opinion on tonight's show? We kind of ran through that a little bit, but thank you so much to Metalhead for Life. O overall, I thought it was a good show in terms of it being like the final, the, the go-home show into Full Gear. I feel excited about Full Gear. Same here. Matt Logan says, Reg, come on, weed is legal. It's true. That is true. Very true. Delayed Grant says, the street fight spot went from deathmatch, big show, to Jeff Jarrett clown levels of crazy. It was way better than it should have been. That's what I agree, though. I agree with mm -hmm. that. I wasn't expecting much from this. I wasn't even paying attention to it. When when I was getting ready to watch the show, it was like the last thing on my mind. Yeah, I, and I think uh, the amount of time that they given and what they did with it, it, it was better than expected. I will say that. Christopher Marino says, I hate that this feud has turned Kanoshke Takeshita into Jericho's whipping boy, and I hate it. Mm. Keep in mind, Takeshita defeated Kenny Omega. It's frustrating to think about it, Denise, because when there was a lot of controversy the other night when, of course, Takeshita and Kenny Omega had a match in DDT, 
and not Kenny Omega, Takeshita and Chris Jericho had a match in DDT, and Chris Jericho ended up going over, and people were like, what the hell? Why? Well, what kind of a result is that? Because just like you said, Denise, Takeshita came off two straight wins of Kenny Omega. We should be celebrating that still to this day, and he's just become like a side character in this, and it just doesn't make a lot of sense. You know what they should have done? Since he defeated Kenny Omega, they should have gone from Kenoshka Takeshita straight to MJF. Yes, exactly. Because that's what happened with Wardlow. When Wardlow got really hot, Mm -hmm. Did they level him up after that? No. Mm-mm. No, they didn't. He's still kind of recovering from that. And I think Trying to recover from that. We're not seeing that type of level for Kenochka Takeshita, but I will say that he felt like he was, he wasn't, I don't think Takeshita got as hot as Wardlow did during that time period, but Takeshita beating Kenny Omega, like you have to go higher after that. Okay, I'll shoot everybody some bell. What could have been done? Like what could have changed that, you think? For what, Takeshita? For Takeshita. Like, what What better coming off the Kenny Omega's things could they have Should have had done? the feud with MJF. Even if he lost, he still should have had a feud with MJF. But it was like timing wasn't really, uh, you know, the Jay White was there. It didn't really make a lot of sense. True. I guess you're right. Things got convoluted. All right. <laughs> Screw my booking decision. Crazy 101 <laughs> says the match definitely showcased Yakuza well. Oh, you're going to have to explain that one, Reg. The game is a uh, Yakuza. Oh, okay, okay. Thank you. Thank you, crazy one. Sorry, one. Sorry about that. Cheeky Monkey says, if anyone wants to know where they are going with the Tony Storm, watch the Oscar winner from 1950, all about Eve starring Bette Davis. I've actually heard a couple of people tell me this, but and I keep having it in the back of my mind to watch the movie, but I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, I probably won't watch that. Come on, Reg. <laughs> Come on, Reg. Start expanding. You think I'm going to watch a movie from 1950, Denise? Come oh, on. my gosh. Old movies are the best. Do you not watch any of them? No. Oh, my gosh. I go back to, like, the 30s. Oh. The 30s for me are, like, my favorite. I love, like, the old movies like that. There's this yeah. app called, I don't know if it's still around, but because now HBO has, like, old movies that you can watch on there. But there used to be an app called the Old Movies app. For free and i used to just watch mo- old movies on my phone i can't remember the names of them but i loved them though they were simple and i love them uh stinky nick corvello says hey denise and reg i feel from post tonight that sheeta and stats aren't both losing and that it'll be one or the other because how Khan books champs, one workhorse, one story. My hope is that Statlander losing and Sheeta retaining makes most sense. Oh, yeah, we never said who we thought was going to win the, uh, right. the triple threat match also. Since Denise has a post-show, I will make my prediction. I think that we're kind of – I've said it a few times on this podcast. I think we're also in the same kind of Tony Storm position with Julia Hart right now. I don't know if initially they were like, Julia Hart is going to be the hottest coming out of all of this, the stuff that we're doing, but she is the hottest coming out of this. Denise, when I went to Collision uh, Rampage last week, when her music hit, people were excited. Like when she was on the screen, people are excited. Like she's gotten over, even though she's supposed to be the hill in this, like she's gotten over with the fans that I think like, yo, I think it might be time to put the championship on her. So I'm going with uh, uh, old Julia Hart to win the TBS championship this weekend. It's unfortunate for Chris Statlander though, because she, I don't think she's gotten a fair shake uh, with her championship. At this really? Yeah, I feel it's more so that, there was just not enough. I feel I feel like we didn't get enough to know more about Chris Statlander. Like she was going right. out there and she was having good matches, but there wasn't anything that was, I guess, connecting her to the people. Because with Tony Storm, you have this character that's she's not even really going out there and wrestling that often, but because the character is over, she's on the forefront of our minds. And Chris Statlander, 
I, I don't know if, she, if I would say she's in the forefront of our minds, but she's the sure. champion. Mm -hmm. I guess they're kind of playing two different roles because the TBS championship's like a worse workhorse championship. They're just like, you know, send Statlander out there. She'll have a great match and we'll, we'll, everybody will love her, but maybe we need like some story, something else to connect us to her a little deeper. The other reason why is I think Tony Storm is definitely winning this is because I was looking at the all in card, not the card, excuse me, the poster mm -hmm. when they were promoting today when the tickets go on sale and they had Tony Storm there front and center. Where was Sheeta? Yeah. Sheeta was nowhere on that. Yeah, the only thing with Tony Storm, I think, Denise, is like she will also kind of benefit from a loss, though. Like she could continue this whole thing from losing. So that's why I'm also like maybe Sheeta could win, but I just don't see how you could have this in Hollywood, LA and everything and not make the move with Tony Storm. Chris says the only reason he didn't include Athena was because she's in Ring of Honor and not in AEW. All right, oh, so if you got to name someone that's not Ring of Honor, going back to the original question of the best wrestler on the women's roster, who would you give that to? I think uh, I'd give mine to Sheeta. If we're talking this year, yeah, yes, I'd probably say Sheeta. I'd probably say Sheeta just because the rest of them haven't really had she does the MVP of the women's division. So like she's every time she just needs to deliver, she does. She when the bell rings, like she's gonna have a great match. And I think she's the one. Um, but not for nothing. They they have a, a locker room full of them. Like Sky Blue has been having a great year this year. This match today was kind of a thing to do it. When Tony Storm is in the ring, she's amazing. Like when she does have the time. And uh, I think uh in a couple months. We're going to have an even deeper roster and a deeper list. So, yeah, I'd probably say um, Sheeta right now if I had to. Demon Murder says Swerve is a killer wrestler. Yeah, I mm -hmm. think this I feel like this year is the year that I think a lot more people are appreciating Swerve for his in-ring work because people always knew he had potential. Right. And you saw a yeah. lot of that on NXT. You saw a lot of that on the indies. But I really feel that this has been Swerve's year. Yeah, uh, I like that they kind of, Hangman kind of made it a point of like talking about how he got fired from WWE. He didn't get fired from, I guess you could say he got fired from WWE. It's more like a release thing, but like coming off of that, there was this stigma around Swerve and, no, and people didn't know what was going to happen. I knew exactly what was going to happen here. Like everything that's happened, I'm like not surprised about it, but he has leveled up into like a main event top guy position. And I think that's probably the most important thing because like, that makes the hangman stuff feel even realer because it's like, oh, this is actually happening in real time before our eyes. Mike T90K says ugly chicken strips need love too. <laughs> There's a brand out there. I don't remember what the name is. Oh, but yeah. I know they, have you about. seen that? The fruits, the fruits and mm -hmm. vegetables where they sell ugly fruits and vegetables. Mm -hmm. You don't like that, Denise? You wouldn't have that at your house? Well, it's a nice cause because you don't waste food. But, but, but I can't eat ugly food. <laughs> That's so bad. That's like so first world right there. That I, is I, I felt horrible. So we are bougie mouth. wrestling fans in California. I know I'm not the only one. Fruit. I know I'm not the only one. Isn't there what's usually ugly? There's usually some foods that are like they might be a little ugly. You ain't gonna eat it. Have you ever been like enjoying the chicken strips so well? And then all of a sudden you you like cut it or something and you see like nasty stuff in it. Has mm -hmm. that happened to you? It's, it's like stringy or something. Yeah, that, it's yeah. gray and oh, silver. Yeah, uh -uh. That's why I don't be getting chicken strips. Where you be getting chicken strips at? Like this, everywhere. Man? I eat chicken strips everywhere, man. You, you ask Honestly, me, I go about it. Every time strips. we like get food at like the arena, it's always chicken strips every single time. Never fails.
Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm predictable. William Pickham says, I, I say have Swerve get the upset win over Hangman. And while the iron's hot, have Swerve dethrone MJF at the December pay-per-view or winter is coming. Ooh, William in here going all in. Okay, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I could see that happening. The, uh, Swerve being the AEW champion, I think it's good. That's kind of a good feud coming off this Hangman page stuff. Yeah, pretty good idea. Crazy 101 says, I can see it now. Swerve versus Keith Lee, all in 2024. Mm. Let's go. Oh, wait. <laughs> Sorry, it just hit me. That's not sir. I read it, but I was thinking... For some reason, I read Keith Lee, but because of the previous Super Chat, my brain was still registering MJF. So even though I said Keith Lee, my brain was thinking MJF. That's why I was like, let's go. But then I looked at it twice. I'm like, wait, he said Keith Lee, not MJF? No, he's trolling. You're trolling out here. You don't want to see right. it. It's never going to happen. Reg, is sort of Keith Lee happening? When? Ever? Ever. Again? Yeah, it'll probably happen again. Not you know, because you made a very strong know, case. Yeah, I know. You I made know. a very strong case not too long ago. <laughs> you went off for like forty minutes about how it was never going to happen. I did, I just meant immediately. I didn't meant like in the history, like in a year, maybe two years. I don't know. Of course, there's a lot of room. There's a lot of wrestlers. There's a lot of stuff, but. Uh, yeah, possibly at all. <laughs> By the way, Alexandra Fitzgerald says Keith Lee, the food critic. <laughs> On bad. Twitter, I saw that Keith Lee was trending and it said AEW Dynamite. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to click and see what's going on with Keith Lee. And I click and I'm like, some food critic? Yep, what's I got happening? it. Let's try it and rate it one through 10. That's Keith Lee, not the Blast in Your Glory Limitless guy. There's two different Keith Lees. And yeah, it's two crossed over for me, so I get it mixed up. Right, but Twitter didn't recognize, though, because the topic said AEW Dynamite. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're just like Keith Lee. He's trending. Like, put him up there. Oh, man. All righty, guys. Well, there you go. Um, keep sending in those thoughts, guys. We got so much more to get into here for AEW Dynamite. But before we get into that, I am getting the best sleep of my life. Can you tell? And here's why. Did you know that traditional bed sheets can harbor more bacteria than a toilet seat? It can lead to acne, allergies, and stuffy noses, and it's just gross. Miracle Made offers a whole line of self-cleaning, eco-friendly bedding such as sheets, pillowcases, and comforters that prevent 99% of bacteria and require three times less laundry. Through their silver-infused fabrics inspired by NASA, Miracle Made is designed to keep you at the perfect temperature so you get better sleep every night. Miracle Sheets are the perfect gift for your spouse, friends, or family. Who doesn't want better sleep and luxurious feeling bed sheets? And since these come with three free towels, you get two gifts in one just in time for the holidays. Go to trymiracle.com slash Denise to try it today or gift it to someone special this holiday season. Save over 40% off. And if you use the promo code Denise at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Denise to treat yourself a friend or loved one this holiday season. The link is in the description box below. All right, we got a couple more topics to get into here today. Uh, Reg, MikeT90K says, I wash my bed sheets twice a year. Oh, Mike, no, Mike. Why are you telling us that, dude? Mike. <laughs> 
That's why I said in the video, I, I was astonished, by the way, to hear that about the bed sheets, like traditional bed sheets. They really do harbor all this bacteria. Like you, I think you got to be like washing like once every week or twice a week. I don't freaking know. Do do something along those lines, though. <laughs> Yeesh. Oh, yeah. Scary to think about. Uh, thank you so much to Mike T90K for sending this in. All right. So. Another match that we saw today, we haven't gotten a chance to get to Hook and Orange Cassidy teaming up to take on Mox and Claudio. What'd you make of this? Um, I like the position that Hook has been put in. I think that he needs some more like dominant things. The, the, the square off with him and Moxley, I think is really dope. It kind of makes Hook seem like a guy. I love the fire that John Moxley has been showing recently. Not for nothing, Denise. We talk a lot. It's coming up on the end of the year. So we're going to talk to talk a lot about the best wrestler of the year and things like that. And John Moxley is up there. Daniel Garcia just did an interview where he said that John Moxley is his favorite wrestler in the world. And just like the way that he can elicit emotions and all these different things, just in a match with the promo, anything that he does is like top notch. It's like, there's not a lot of wrestlers that can do what he do. And he brought that intensity to that orange Cassidy again, can never be, slighted either he just does such a great job in his role and him getting more fire and wanting to try to go tip for tap with John Moxley has been awesome like I like everything about this pretty much yeah I agree I like it and you were mentioning some of the top wrestlers I know that we have to be mentioning once we get to the end of the year we're going to be mentioning Orange Cassidy he's also somebody that really had a phenomenal year so I do want to make sure to mention that um all right two more topics to get into we got a, a Miro promo of course touching again on the CJ Perry stuff you just mentioned the match Miro versus Daniel Garcia mm. uh anything else that we haven't touched on in regards to this mm, I kind of like the story that they're telling I think that's kind of the thing I like the uh somebody made the the suggestion on one of our pods of like it's kind of a kink sick thing for cj perry of like these guys chase me and then my husband beats him up which i'm in i think it's a cool story they tell this <laughs> that's what it is denise it's a kink thing i didn't know we were in kinky storyline mode right now but that's what this is all right she's all getting right. all hot and heavy seeing her husband beat these souls up it's a cool storyline i like what they're telling and meryl's like He's in on it, but he's also like, I do also like to beat fools up. So it kind of like all works together. You know what? It's not too bad. I can see that. See? You ever see your man? Well, for the women here on the podcast or whoever, you know, you ever see your man working out and all of a sudden you're like, mm, hello. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Last thing. Sorry, I'm a little teapot. Okay. Wait, what? A teapot? It like, uh, looks like you turned into I'm a little teapot. Uh, I'm a little teapot short and stout here is my handle. Something, something, something. Yes. All right. It's really Brian says, hey, Denise and Reg missed AW because Shotzi invited me to an early screening of Thanksgiving she hosted with Scarlet and Cross. What is my life? What now? What? This is what? This is incredible. That's yeah. awesome, Brian. Yeah. Totally cool. random, but awesome. Mm. Mm. I love it. Yeah. Cool. Love it. Thank you so much, Brian, for the super chat. I appreciate it and hope you continue to have an awesome day. All right. The last thing, the guns win. They have a quick oh, little match. Oh, God. Why, why am I even talking about this? Should we just skip know. this? Yeah, just we should have just like, that should have just been it. Like, I don't want to talk. I don't know. I just didn't want anybody in the comments to be like, Denise, you didn't talk about the guns. What do you have to say about the, the guns, Denise? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. 
Oh my gosh, we just got a massive super chat. Nick Corvello. <laughs> Nick. Nick. Thank you so much. Yeah, Y'all are so cool, dude. Nick Corvello says, BTW, Denise, thank you for positivity and being open to fantasy booking ideas like mine on Saturday. I said it to Russell Talk Podcast and Ollie and Luke buried it and buried Cheetah. No idea when they became so negative, but I'll watch your shows for going forward. Thank you so much, Nick. I appreciate this. I also love Ollie and Luke. They're two of the nicest humans I've ever met. Um, but thank you so much for the love. And look, like we're just going to have fun here, point blank. We're just going to yeah. have a good time. That's all it is. It's pro wrestling. Here's the thing. Like, we talk about this all the time because pro wrestling, there's so much negativity out there, right? Everyone's talking shit on everybody on social media, on Twitter. Everybody's fighting with everybody. But when you think of the grand scheme of it all, Reg, we're the outsiders. How many people do you find out in the freaking streets that watch pro wrestling? Come on now. We should all like get along, man. Like, damn, there ain't many. I mean, there's a lot of people, a lot of us, but we're still in the minority when it comes to like fandoms and stuff. Yeah, we're all in the same gang, Denise, is exactly what you're kind of saying. We're all in this niche little corner of the world. It's deep for us, but it's still super niche. And we should all just like, what's the point of all the argument and BS and it doesn't help anybody. Sometimes like uh, people are, it, it's interesting to blah, blah, blah. But at the most part, we're all just here to see a cool wrestling show. That's all I care about. And if you're mad at me, you're mad at me because I like to see a guy fake slam a guy different than you like to see it's all fake slams what are we mad about reg have you ever told a girl you liked pro wrestling and kind of felt a little weird when you said it if i had a nickel for every time i did i'd be a billionaire denise no exaggeration i would have so many nickels every time someone's like oh hey what do you do i'm like oh shit oh i work in blah 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 be doing podcasts what's your podcast about i always want to like make something up but i'm like i can't lie because i'll just look it up what was it about pro wrestling it's uh, always the same answer oh usually people still watch pro wrestling or i haven't heard about pro wrestling in uh, 50 years or you blah 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 i didn't know people st it's like always like i feel like i shouldn't have never had said that because it's super niche it's super weird it's super what it is we love it. I love it. It's the best of all time. But like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I feel you, man. I feel you. And by the way, this is funny because Nick says, sorry, my super chat just derailed the guns talk. <laughs> we was about to get into it, Nick. <laughs> you saved us. You saved us. Johnny says, your AEW tag team uh, faction and women of 2023. Ooh, okay. well, I'm going to probably do like more insightful thoughts. But just right now, based off of what we've been seeing, Woman for AEW, woman, I would have to say Sheeta because she's, you said it, she's MVP. Um, faction, hmm. um, the BCC, they had a good year. Yeah. AEW tag team. Who am I thinking of right now? Why is there not a name like popping up to my head so fast? Nothing, nobody? They're out there. I'm just not thinking right now. Wow. I'm thinking, but I'm not thinking. Who am I missing? Who am I not wow. thinking about? Who am I not giving credit to? I don't know, FTR maybe? I don't know. Oh, yeah, FTR. Yeah, they were good. <laughs> cheap, 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 cheap. Yeah. I'm going to also say Sheeta. also say BCC. Damn, we are we got some weak-ass answer, but, like, BCC has Brian Danielson in it, Claudio, John Moxley, Yuta. They, they all have had such a crazy year that it's like, yo, like, you got to give credit to them. And then for tag team, uh, Young Bucks? 
I think they've had better years. That's why I, I didn't know. say the Young Bucks. Oh, it's too man, obvious of an answer. It's like saying, who's your favorite wrestler? Oh, it's John Cena. Like, you know, yeah. like, it's like... Uh... <laughs> Reg, I'm disappointed in you. I was hoping for some brilliant answers here. All righty. sorry. Guys, that was our AEW Dynamite show today. Before we go, I have been letting you guys know that if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, if you've enjoyed the show, it really helps us out if you guys leave a review, leave any sort of rating. If you write anything, hell, that's bonus points. I do read them on the shows. And we actually got a really nice one. This one is from Cows Go Moo 57 who says, much love and appreciation. I just found this podcast about a week ago and I'm already hooked. I've been listening daily every since i've been i've even gone back to listen to old episodes because i can't get enough it's great to see a fellow hispanic getting a platform like this and talking about professional wrestling mucho amor y te deseo lo mejor denise thank you so much to cows go moo 57 for going over to the apple podcast page and leaving a review i'm officially 14 reviews away from hitting 100 trying to make it happen guys link is in the description box below other than that i will be back here with reg for an in-person show on sunday at noon pacific standard time it should be a hell of a good time reg where can the people show you some love uh, you can find me at Righteous Reg on all your social medias. You can find me every Saturday with Philip Lindsay. I think we're going to be on this Friday, though, because I'm driving to L.A. on Saturday. Um, you can catch me every Wednesday here with Denise. It's the best uh, California connection. We're going to be live and in color this Sunday. Very excited about it. Also on Wednesdays with Mike and Indeed. And Thursdays, I'm on Ring of Honor post show with Kate. Who knows for how much longer because that show is a joke. And then also uh, I am on Ask Rhapsody every other Thursday. Tomorrow is one of those Thursdays. Shout out to y'all. Alrighty, everyone. Thank you so much. Have an awesome week and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye-bye.